G'day everyone, welcome to For the Love of Brick. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, welcome. If not, welcome back. For all the first timers out there, For the Love of Brick is a fortnightly podcast where I talk to people from all over the world about their love of Lego. This week I chat with Henry Pinto. People may know Henry as one half of the winning team of Lego Masters Australia 2019. But a lot of people know him for his mech work. Henry and I chat all things Lego and mech, and boy do we geek out. Throughout our chat, Henry gives some tips on Lego mech building, and also some secret tips for potential Lego Master contestants. Now, I got so caught up chatting with Henry that I forgot to ask for his socials. So make sure you stick around till the end so you can find out how to see Henry's work. But until then, sit back and enjoy today's episode of For the Love of Brick. G'day Henry, welcome to the podcast. How are you today? G'day Greg, thanks for having me mate. No, thanks for being on it. Um, And you're in non-lockdown state, so lucky you, you can go to a Lego store. (laughs) You know what, I can go to a Lego store, but it's funny because I actually don't collect the sets that much. I, I literally just bricklink everything, so I'm okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, sweet. Do, do you pick a brick at all, or are you like, brick? Oh, yeah, I go ham on the pick-a-brick wall all yeah. the time. <laughs> Same. You always look like a massive nerd at the pick-a-brick wall, don't you? Like, you're just trying to yeah, fill up that cup. <laughs> I'm not one of those people that organize the cup, though, you know, like, that do those special packing techniques. I'll just shove everything in there, try to get the lid on, and then I'm on my way. Yeah, yeah. It depends on how pov I feel, uh, whether I'm <laughs> going to build the brick in the the cup in the brick or not. Uh, uh, but yeah, like the amount of times you had parents come up to you and they're like, "Hey, what's going on? Oh, hey, look at this guy!" Like at least I'm assuming your experience has changed a lot since Lego Masters, um, with you being recognised at the pick a brick. Like I'm just some nerd. You're. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes, sometimes I get it. I don't. I, I sort. I sort of just go beeline for the wall, and then I get out. So, <laughs> just push the kids out of the way. Get out of my way. Yeah. Um, yeah. If anyone says, because I'm pretty tall, if anyone says, well, "Look, can you get that for me?" I just get that and walk out. <laughs> <laughs> That's where all the good bricks are. Way up high. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm short. So, uh, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, Henry? <laughs> well. I guess we'll start off with um, my official title is Lego Master 2019. Yay. Uh, <laughs> Congrats. Still, still, still plugging that one. Um, and I'm a dad of three. Really inappropriate sense of humour, um, if, if that sums it all up. Yep. And I work in a totally non-Lego related industry. Oh, okay. Do, do you mind me asking yeah. what you do? Yeah, I'm actually a director of a property valuation firm. So totally, totally different field. Very, very uh, corporate corporate job. Oh, okay. Nice. Um, and how's that, how's that going during pandemic times? Because property is a bit... Oh, do, you know, do you know what? It's actually... Um, I'm actually really surprised at how resilient everything's been. Like, you know, we talk to a lot of... Um, you know, we've got our ear to the ground with a lot of all the the official communications that come from banks and stuff like that. And you really are like, you know, if you asked me that six months ago, I'd be like, oh, this is terrible. Doom and gloom, doom and gloom. (laughs) But now it's actually like, oh, 
not, it's not so bad. Yeah. 20, 2021 is going to be all right. Yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> I got a job. <laughs> yeah. Basically it, right? Yes. Um, okay. Um, and so let's go with Lego Masters. Let's just kick that out. Um, what was it like no being on Lego Masters? Going on Lego Masters was the biggest creative binge of my life. That's what I call it. It's my creative binge um, period. So, you know, I'd never had a time where I could just literally sit down and just build Lego. Basically, you know, 10 weeks. So, yep. it was an awesome experience. Awesome experience. <laughs> without without your kids or your wife saying, um, I think you need to pay attention to us. <laughs> oh, t- totally. Like, if... Um, there was, a, there was that part on the show when Hamish sort of stitched us up and brought brought on um his mum. Yep. Right? And, you know, he, he was saying, oh, you know, guys, you know, and everyone thought it was going to be, like, exactly like, you know, we're going to bring your families in and all that. And I was like, oh, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> on, the, on the holidays. <laughs> your wife doesn't listen to the – oh, she got 50 grand anyway, so you're like, there you go, honey. She got, she got 50 grand. She got 50 grand. So, but Cade was tearing up. Cade was tearing up next next to me, and I was like, are you kidding me? You don't want to see them, do you? Like – we're building Lego. They're yeah. just going to interrupt. <laughs> They're going to ask you to build something and then break it. That's what my kid does. <laughs> uh, I've got, I've got the um, you know, the 1989 Batmobile, and oh yeah, I love it. But my kid, yeah. my boy Albie, he's like two and a half years old, and he's like big car, big car, big car, and I'm like, okay, <laughs> here we go. Bring it down for him. Loves it, but I love how it. you justify it. I love how you justify it. Like he's only two and a half, but you you bring him like the UCS set down and stuff. Yeah. I do that totally all the time when they were young. I really got it for when they're older. Like they're going to get a lot of enjoyment out of this. Yeah, that's that's what I say to my wife too. I'm like that massive Lego wall of just bits and pieces. He's going to love that. Uh, um, and do your kids build much? I actually got into Lego because of the older my oldest. He's um oh. thirteen. He's he's turning thirteen um, January next year, so he's he's yep. almost a teenager. He's in high school, but when he was five, he used to love Lego, and he would say, "Dad, bring it home," you know. And he rekindled my love of Lego. I literally had not touched it for probably, oh, say, I want to say like something like a big number, like twenty years or something. It was crazy. I hadn't touched it in ages. Yep. And then um, and then he just said, you know. Brought, oh, he actually started bringing home Lego when he was, you know, five or six. And I was like, wow, this is so different to when I was a kid, you know. And, and the sets have progressed so far, you know. And you're like, yep. wow, look at these mini things. Look at these new pieces. And I was just like, amazing. I love it. Yeah, it's it, it's come a long way from the blockiness that we used to have as kids. Um, oh, yeah. Like what? What was the okay? So your son was bringing Lego home, but was there any set that you looked at that was like your first set that you actually got back into, or you just went straight to mocking? No, it was probably um the Batman stuff because he was a massive Batman fan. I'm a massive Batman yep. fan, so it was around the time when all the the you know there was a big push on the Lego DC superheroes yep. line, and there was a, you know. It was when they first started doing the, you know, the minifigure scale Batmobiles and things like that. Yep. So I, I was right into it. And it was around the time all the, the Dark Knight came out and, you know, they would do a, a Tumblr and, you know, yep. the, the Bat and all that sort of stuff. And I was like, oh, this is unreal. And that's how I got into it. And, and he would literally say, you know, oh, Dad, can you make it look like the movie? 
you know, make it look exactly like the movie. And I'd be like, oh, okay. And I'd go out and buy three of them. And I hadn't discovered BrickLink yet. So I'd, <laughs> so I'd be like buying three or four of them. And I was like, how do people make these mocks? This is getting out of control. <laughs> like if I have to buy four of a set every time. <laughs> um, yeah, Batman. That's what got me back into it too, was the Arctic Roller. Like Penguin's Arctic Roller. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like that's, yeah, a sick, yeah. that's probably the only one I've actually got left that's still not broken into bits to become stuff. Yeah, wow. So... I've got. I've still got the UCS tumbler in box. I still haven't built it. Like, oh, really? I, yeah, I've still got it. Like, you know, sort of like, you know, emitting its aura in the middle of in the corner of my room. You know, like it's, <laughs> open me. It's tempting me all the time. Like, open me, open me, and I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I haven't got the tumbler. My friend's got it, and it took him like months to like to even think of building it. And I'm like, just yeah. build it. <laughs> build it. <laughs> Um, on Lego Masters, um, what was it like building with speed? Like, are you usually a quick builder or do you like to just sit back and just build slowly? Oh, no, no, no. I am 100% a slow builder. Like, I'm one of those people that literally just, um, build something for like an hour and go, oh, is, is that all you built? Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, I'm all in the detail, like, and I like using, you know, parts in really weird ways so i'll spend like you know two hours going this stud can go this way and this one can go this way and look how cool this you know connection method is so it's totally not suited for lego masters i had to i had to really beat myself out of that uh, beat that out of myself really quickly like i just go (laughs) no cannot do that yeah um i'm a methodical builder and i'm like yeah yeah." (laughs) my wife's like you would how how would you go with them you would not and i'm like oh i can build quick if i want it's just not going to be good <laughs> and it's and it's a totally different style of building right because i, I was really fortunate to be partnered up with Kate because we actually didn't know each other prior to the show at all like yep. we literally met the first day and so um we sort of had a bit of a chit chat had dinner the night before filming and sort of said you know what do you like what do, what do you like sort of that conversation like what, what's your style of building you know and um and he told me he liked pirate ships and things like that so i was thinking oh you know how do we blend this and that together and but he was amazing with the bricks. Like, that's the that's the foundation of Lego Masters, right? You have to be really, really good with brick sculpting, which yeah. is not what I do at all. <laughs> you know, you have to be able to build structures with shape in bricks, you know, whether it's high or, you know, sprawling landscapes, you really have to be confident with the brick. Yeah. Okay, there's a tip for everyone. Be confident with the brick. <laughs> I'm not confident with the brick. Yeah, when it gets a brick and plate, I still haven't figured that, like, I haven't got enough bricks to be able to figure out, like, oh, okay. And I don't like building in multicolor either. So I'm like... No, no, I'm the same. I'm the same. Yeah, I'll literally brick link, like, one part because it's the color I want. (laughs) (laughs) And And pay $10, to pay $10 express shipping for it. (laughs) Um, With BrickLink, do you build in the computer to then... Brick link, or how do you know you need that part? Or you're just like, I know it. So what I do is, with a lot of the um, the mechs that I build, weight is always an issue, right? They have to yes. be always support their own weight, like whether it's their limbs or the torso or whatever I'm building, it has to be able to support its weight. It's really hard to get a feel for that digitally. So if I'm building it digitally, you know, I can build something really crazy and it looks amazing, but then it crumbles if you build it in real life. I've tried it once. And that's where I said, no, I'm not doing this digitally because it's just too hard. You, you really need to get a sense of 
you know, the feel of what you're building. And I love, I love that tactile experience. That's just me. And so what made you go with mechs, but massive mechs? Because like, you know, you can get a mech that's, you know, this big. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, and when I say this big, sorry, people at home, uh, about the size of my hand, uh, it's my mini Voltron. Or you can, your one, which is how heavy and big is that? Like, let's say the Gundam. The Gundam is about 10 kilos and it's like just under a meter. And then the Sentinel is about just over a meter, like literally just over a meter. And it's about the same, about yep. the same. And so it's it's like, um, I don't know how I went from building like, you know, medium-sized mechs because I literally just had this big leapfrog moment where I was just building like, you know, like a Hulkbuster style mech. You know, I'd, mo I'd mock yep. a Hulkbuster. And then I'd mock, you know, some Batman stuff. And then I just went, yeah, I'm just going to build a meter tall something. <laughs> <laughs> and I actually don't know how it happened. Like, and I just sort of started building. And I, I literally built the head as because I, I, I love X-Men. I'm a massive Marvel fan as yep. well, right? But massive DC fanboy, but, you know, X-Men, really, really love yeah. X-Men. So I built the Sentinel head at, at the start. And I thought, oh, this is a cool little, you know, challenge. I'll, you know, do a mock. And then... I thought, you know what, do you reckon, I, I don't know, should I have a crack at building the head, the whole thing? And it just literally <laughs> ballooned from there. Like, And then I'd go, oh, you know, you built the torso. And then i go, oh, I wonder how I'm going to make it stand. And I literally just would, you know, start, you know, throwing things at it and just seeing how, how I could make it stand. And then, yeah, I, I learned a lot from that. And then, um, and then I just went on to the Gundam after that. So, yeah. <laughs> I like to build big. Um, yeah. With... Uh... So I'm assuming when you first started doing your Gundam, did, did you make the mistake of going, oh, I'm just going to use the ball joints or the click joints? They all help. No. Or did you just, did you, how did you figure out that you had to use the gear sort of scenario? So I was, um, I really wanted to um, capture the articulation of um, the Gundams, right? And for those of you who understand the Gundam universe, there's a really, really another obscure hobby called Gumpler. And that's building, you know, the, the Gundams out of plastic model, the little plastic model kits, right? Yeah. So it's yep. like you snap together the plastic models and, you know, it, they look like, you know, little statues basically. And they're super articulated and they're on a stand and you can do all those, you know, cool, you know, flying poses and, you know, like jumping through the air and, you know, holding a sword or whatever it is or holding a gun. And they're super, they're hyper articulated. So I thought, I want to do that in Lego. I really want to do that in Lego. So and I thought, but... You know, how can I do that in Lego? And I, and, I, and I like doing things that I guess other people haven't done before. So sometimes I Google things and go, you know, at one point I wanted to do an Evangelion, which is another Japanese sort of, um, you know, yeah. robot, giant robot. And somebody had already done one, so I said, oh, I'm not going to do that. And then, you know, you, you, I, I, I just don't want to do something that's, you know, a repeat yeah. of something. So a lot of people have done Gundams, and I thought, you know what, I'll try and do it in a scale that is ridiculous, right? So I'll try and do it in a massive scale and do it that way. And then I was thinking, you know, exactly what you just said. How am I going to do the joints? I have no idea how, to, how am I going to do it, how, how, I'm, how I'm going to do it because Lego don't make custom, nah. you know, joints for anything that size. So I started researching, you know, things that's, you know, what does Lego have that spins? And I looked at the turntables and I looked at the worm gears and I was like, do you know what? This might work, you know, because when you have a turn you know, for all the, this sounds really nerdy, but, you know, all, when you have a turntable and a worm gear, it doesn't actually allow it to turn unless you, you know, physically turn another mechanism. So I was like, you know, this will hold its pose, uh, you know. 
you know, like it'll, if I have its arm up, it'll hold its arm up. And I was like, how much weight can it take? And it was just a process of um, experimenting after that and, you know, seeing how heavy it could get before it actually sort of snapped. And I snapped a few of the, the Technic axles and the turntables and things like that. You're like, kids, hang off this. Uh- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um and how, how long did, let's say, the Gundam... Oh, actually, no, let's go with the Sentinel because that was the first big one yep. you built, wasn't it? Was it Sentinel yep. the first? Yep, sweet. Yep. How long yep. did that take you to build? Because I'm assuming you did a lot of trial and error in that one. So the Sentinel took me about three to four months to build, but it's really a statue. It doesn't actually move that much. Oh, okay. So it's actually like, you know, it. I've hidden... <clears throat> I've hidden, so there's, there's one thing that I always do with mechs, right? And whenever I build a mech, I try to uh, bring it to life, so, so to say, by the pose it's in, right? Because if, if you have it in the sort of like a hangar bay or something like that, it actually looks quite, you know, it just looks like a robot standing there, right? Yeah. And that's, that's all it does. So I built it in a walking pose because it sort of hid the fact that it couldn't move. <laughs> so, but, but it actually worked really well because it's like, you know, everyone recognises the Sentinel as this, monolithic robot yep. you know and sort of having it walk in you know this sort of straight line sort of worked really worked for it so it a lot of it was just click joints and um you know the the sort of the smaller click joints but they're just you know the angles are hidden really well and there's no yep. turntables on it at all like oh. so zero so the gundam so, was the first one you went so the gundam was like so that was the gundam was the evolution of the techniques in the sentinel and i thought how am i going to incorporate this you know awesome articulation into this, into that size. And that's yeah. how I sort of just started researching all the different ways I could incorporate turntables and those linear actuators, which is super strong. Like if you ever want to build anything with a lot of strength, it's those linear actuators. Oh, okay. What's a linear actuator? <laughs> so a linear, the linear actuator is the Technic piece. It looks like a piston, right? It looks oh, like a giant piston. Okay, yep. yeah. yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so it looks like a giant piston and they actually are very, very robotic in nature right like so you can put them on a robot you ah that belongs there yeah you know what i mean like they go that looks very that looks very robotic it's it's like a big version of you know the the, the little pistons that you'd find on you know the lego city dump trucks or something like that yeah you know? like yeah yeah it's sort of like it's yeah. like a i know what you mean version of that. and if i know what you mean <laughs> everyone else should know what you mean because i don't know nothing <laughs> um <laughs> And uh, I was going to say, with the Sentinel, as you said, it is a big monolith. Like, it never was really a, like a fast-moving sort of... It was no. just, It was slow, and it will kill you. Um, whereas the Gundams are very, very fast in nature as well. That's right. I love That's Gundam. right. The Gundams oh. are basically, you know, like giant samurai ninjas, you know? Like, they're yeah. super flexible and jumping around, and they've got swords, you know? Have you... Have you seen the... There is a bigger Gundam than yours. Have you seen the one in Japan? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Have I seen it? Have I seen it? I've, I've, I've looked at it like it's, it's the most amazing thing. I feel as if somebody sat down in Japan and said, look, guys, they just sat in a really, really, you know, in, like, you know, very, very corporate room and said, look, guys, we can cure, cure coronavirus or we can build this massive 28-story robot. Which ones do you guys want to do? And somebody just goes, no, 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 the robot. The robot. Yeah. The robot's way more important. <laughs> preparing for Godzilla. That's what they're doing. They know he's out there. They're preparing for it. That's um, exactly right. They're going, are you kidding? Coronavirus? They're, they're, the, the giant monsters are coming. Build the robot. Because they've got it walking. 
like I think the other day I saw that it was walking and it, it kneeled down and stuff. It's like if there's another war, it's so, it's so awesome. They're gonna kick so out. Awesome. <laughs> they're just building those mechs everywhere. Like that's the next war is just that. We're just we're that's it. I, I feel as though humanity has accomplished something by making a twenty-eight yeah. story tall robot. I would surrender to Japan if they whipped out. They're like, listen, we're gonna start something. This is what we got. I'd be like, look, you you won. We had time to do our own mechs. You guys won. Um, <laughs> They're way, they're way, they're way ahead of the curve. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and you've built Chappie recently. Uh, for people that don't know, Chappie is uh, basically like a sort of a, a not a warrior robot, but he's a, like a police unit robot. Is that sort of what he is? Yeah, is yeah. yeah. He's, a, he's a police unit robot, and um, Chappie was like. So totally spur of the moment, but it's like ballooned into, you know, this whole nother thing where I literally were looking, I was looking at, um, you know, I was just doing some research for like, just looking at mechs, right? Like yeah. if you're a mech fan, you're always looking at mechs and looking at different things. And I was looking at things like the Terminator and, um, and, then I, and I was looking at Chappie and things like that. And I could see there was this really cool mechanism in his torso, like um, where you could use the those you know, those, those pistons to actually articulate his waist. And I was thinking, I wonder how, what that would look like on a Lego robot. And yep. I literally started clicking some things together and I was like, oh, this, this could work. And then I started just <laughs> building the rest of him. Then it just turned into this, um, this uh, you know, military robot. And I thought, you know what, I'll, I'll make this, this head. And it really started to just look like Chappie. And I don't know if I just did that subconsciously, um, because I love Neil Blomkamp's work, like a massive fan of you know District Nine, Elysium, yep. and Happy, and um, it just looked amazing. And I, I was just like, "This looks like Chappie," and I'm just like thinking, you know, I've never done a robot um, with uh, a narrative either, you know. So, I, so I thought, oh, you know, maybe I'll come up with my own idea of what you know Chappie Two could be, you know, and all that sort of stuff. So I, I, I started, you know. Putting this narrative to the to the robots, which is really really fun to be honest, and um, and I made um a chappie, and then I'm part of this Facebook group called Brick Mecha Division, right? Yeah, and um, and that's another Lego like purely dedicated to mechs and um Lego mechs, right? And everyone just by coincidence, like we all started doing these chappies, right? And so everyone christened September Chaptember now, so like it's, it's like, turned into this thing where everyone just started building all these mocks of Chappie and um, it was really cool. Really, really cool. Like, so like I'm, I'm actually going to post all the, the different robot, all, all the different Chappie robots that we've, everyone's done on my Instagram at the end of the month. Like, it'll be really, really, um, it's oh, really sweet. cool to see what everyone's done. <laughs> so instead of ship timber, it's chap timber. It's chap timber. <laughs> and, and it was the, the, the most awesome part was um, Weta Workshop actually saw the Chappie. And um, they posted it on their social media and they sent me a really nice message saying, oh, you know, the guys over here loved it. And, you know, the concept artists from Chappie all, you know, were like, oh, this looks great and all that sort of stuff. So oh, I, was sweet. Really, really chuffed. <laughs> I was really chuffed when that happened. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, and you've got a few colours of Chappie, I see. Um, yeah, because I think they've got sort of the original sort of, was it grey? Then I saw an orange one and was there... A different color. Yeah, I had a tan one, which was a real military sort of uh, yeah. variant, and then um, and then I made an orange one, which was a throwback to sort of uh, Dion, which was one of the characters that he becomes like an orange one at the end. 
Yeah. Um, and then, uh, and then I just thought, you know, that dark military green was like, it just oozed, you know, like, you know, that sort of commanding sort of military sort of vibe. And I didn't actually realize that the Technic panels I was using to build that um, version literally just came out in the monkey set, the monkey kid set. So, ah. so I needed 14 of them for one chappie. And um, there was only like two in a set in the ship. It was in the monkey kid ship, shipping container. Oh, okay. Yep, yep, yep. Yep. And um, I was like, oh, man. And it took like six six weeks to acquire the 14 that I needed. <laughs> and wow. I'm really impatient. I, I'm literally like one of those people that just go, I want that right now. I yeah. want that part right now, and I'll pay. You know, the part may be two dollars, but I'll pay ten dollars for express shipping because I want free it right express now. shipping. <laughs> there, there you go, Bricklink shops. If you see Henry Pinto in your shopping list, just jack the prices up. No, they all know me, mate. They all know me. <laughs> do you um do you Bricklink a lot from Australia, or is it just wherever you can get your gear from? Like, um, look, I I use a lot of Aussie bricks. Brickling sellers, um, because number one, it's just local and it's quick. Yep. Um, and I'm really, really impulsive. Like I said, I can't wait. And the thing is, too, is that I usually pre-plan. I have to be really organised because I have a very full-on job, right? So yeah, I don't always have the, the ability to sort of just go. You know, I'm building tonight. I don't have that luxury. So I have to plan it. And so when I'm like, say, if I'm planning, you know, oh, I'm going to build, you know, Friday night and Saturday night. Um, I, I just make want to make sure the parts are there, so I just get the Aussie guys to, you know, I use the Aussie guys and make sure that um, it's you know, there the, when you the need it. There when I need it. It's oh, exactly that's cool. It. So <laughs> always express shipping. <laughs> I like you. Like I plan to have my nights of building. Do you do you get to the point where you? Because I I say it's sort of like an addiction. Like as in when I read a book, I'll read it from cover to cover as that's quick as I can. Cool. Um, same with building. I'll be like, I am, and my wife's like, go to bed. And I'm like, what time is it? It's 12. Okay. No, no, I'm fine. I'll be there in a minute. And then it's like four in the morning. You're like, oh, the boy's going to be up early tomorrow. Like, do you get sort of in that? That is 100% me, Greg. That is 100% what I'm like. Like, I I actually, like, that's why I have to plan it because I, I, I hate starting a project because once I start something, I literally cannot you know, I have to finish it and it doesn't matter what's happening in my life. I just have to finish it. It niggles at me, you yeah. know, and I get, you know, like, so I, I try to just do one big thing a year. Right? So, yeah. You know, and that sort of consumes my time. So, you know, like one year was, uh, you know, the Sentinel and then I did the Gundam and, you know, and then I went on Lego Masters and I had a bit of a break and then, um, and I did a few smaller mocks here and there. But then this year, I definitely would say Chappie is my, my big project of the year and I did, you know, four of them. So, and I've got some, you know, displays coming up with them. So, um, you know, and, you know, that's the thing I would, if I was doing a, a show this year, like, you know, a, a Lego show, like, you know, our, remember those <laughs> you know, <Yeah>. Lego shows? <laughs> if I was doing one of those, that's what I would have taken along. So, um, yeah, but I'm definitely like that. I cannot like, and it's almost like an itch you can't scratch until you finish it, you know, like yeah. it's up 100%. Me. Yeah, I see. I, not started like I've been doing Lego for a few years, but I'd been pretty insular. Like so, like as in I didn't really know about mugs or anything like that. Blah blah blah, or any of yeah. the lugs. Um, yeah. 
but I'd just mock for myself and take photos, blah, blah, blah. And yeah, then I went, oh, I'll do Brickvention. And yeah. so I was going to do Brickvention last year, but there were some things that I was waiting to hear about, but didn't didn't get it. Um, <laughs> um, so I missed out on Brickvention. And I went, oh, I'll do it this year. Like, yeah, come. Yeah. And then I had all my sets right ready for like all the little, um, the shows that were coming up. But yeah, then yeah. COVID happened and I've yeah, got right. like four sets that I'm like, <laughs> so, I, I was exactly the same. I, I went to um, my first Cindy Brick show, um, you know, a couple of years ago now, and I went there as not part of a lug. I just went there as you know, just representing myself, and just sort of like was like, and I, it was weird because I was like one of two people that were not in, you know, Sid Lug, you know, and and then I was like, is this a thing? Like you can actually, you know, join. <laughs> And I met a couple of people that really became really good friends over the years, and um, it was it was crazy because I, I think also like um, you know, I'm I'm assuming we're very similar in age. Like you don't really meet you know, you know, friends, friends again. You know, yeah. like, you know, like you're in high school, you got workmates, but then you sort of like you, know, you don't really meet uh, people outside of that anymore when you're you know a certain age. You know? <laughs> yeah, it, get, it gets a bit weird. G'day, hey, do you wanna do you wanna be my friend? You want to come and yeah. go and have a beer oh, with me? Yeah. You're asking me on a date? No, well, a man date. That's what I call them. I've I've met a few <laughs> friends that have like, let's do a man oh, date. What? And if they don't come on the man date, then you're like, you don't want to be my friend. <laughs> my wife calls it a bromance. She goes, yes. I've always got a bromance happening with someone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's the thing. It's like, and that's why, yeah, do like lugs and so forth. Like you know, because it is that um, that like mindedness as well. Um, and you can be like, totally. I'm not the only one, honey, that builds. <laughs> uh, that's so true. Like you actually can say, see, I'm not, I'm not the only weird one. Yeah. See? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, how, how, how do your, um, before they go masters, how did your friends yeah. and so forth, uh, react when you're like a build Lego? <laughs> oh, the biggest I was the butt of so many jokes all the time, all the time. And it was like, I never actually um, told any of my mates until like, um, like when was it that I told them? The Sydney Brick Show, the first Sydney Brick Show that I went to. And like, I, you know, I dropped subtle hints going, oh, your kids like Lego. They might like to come along to this show, you know, come along and have a look, you know. And I, and I was exhibiting there and I sort of said, yeah, and I'll be there as well. You know, I'm going to show off some of my Lego. And they're like, do you build Lego? And I was like, yeah. And they're like, it's a kid's toy. You know that? And I'm like, yeah, it's not really a kid's toy. Not the way I play with it. Yeah. Exactly like Lord Business. You know, Lord Business says that. Not the way I use it. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. Yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, it's it just just like that. Just sort of, um, and then and then I was legitimized when I went on Lego Masters because it became, oh, you're, you're that, oh, you're Lego Masters now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, that's You're no longer a nerd. <laughs> well, since since that, everyone's like, oh, you know, it's so it's so like you know what people can do with Lego art, like especially that last build you did, like that that played on your strengths of mechs. But that oh, was, thanks, mate. That was a sick build. Um, thanks, and do you want like, to hear a funny story about it? I've got a funny, funny story about it. Yeah, go. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, Kate, and I were sort of racking our brains, thinking, you know what are we going to build and all that sort of stuff. And 
you know, like I said at the start, you know, he was right into pirate ships and I was like <laughs> something more to work with because <laughs> you know, I'm not a pirate guy at all. And so I was thinking, how can you incorporate? I, and, I, and to be honest, I actually had no idea what he was going to do because, you know, you don't have the ready-made pirate ships and, you know, he was... And he was like yep. super confident. He was like, I'm not going to use that. I'm building my own pirate ship. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, and it went. And then I was thinking, well, how can my mech skills translate? Because believe it or not, I struggled for like first three episodes on Lego Masters. I had no idea, like you know, because I'm a robot builder. I was just like, when can yep. I build a robot? And then you <laughs> figure out you can't build a robot every every episode. But anyway, going back to the story with um the uh, the final build. I thought, you know what? I can use my Gundam skeleton, the the frame that I used to, you know, build something else because I didn't want it to be a robot. You know, just that's a bit too easy. Yeah. You know, the the vibe we were going for, we were like, okay, it's got to be, it's got to be like an art piece. It's got to present yeah. well. You know, it's got to be able to be, you know, filmed in a way that's like, wow. You know, like we really wanted to show everyone that, you know, something they'd never seen before. You know, yeah. but AFOLs as well as you know the casual viewing public. So. I said, you know, we should do it like maybe a Greek god or something like that. And Kate was like, oh, I love it. That's great. And we were thinking, how are we going to do like, you know, this Greek god? And I was like, well, I can use my Gundam frame, you know, I can, you know, reskin it and to make it look like a Greek god. And he was like, okay, I trust you with that. Do that. And, but then we we're thinking, you know, how do we make his head? Because the head is probably the hardest thing to do because the head is the first thing that everyone probably looks at when you're yep. looking at a piece like that. And if it looks comical, and it's really easy to make it look comical in Lego, right? Like you yes. could put big, big bulging eyes, and you know, like you know, the mouth could be doing something funny, and it just looks funny before it yeah. looks, you know, imposing. And so we were like, no, he's got to be imposing. He's he's got to be like, you know, he's got to be a badass. He's got to be a you know, this big Greek god coming out of the ocean. How do we do it? And we were just thinking, how do we do it? How do we do it? And then I actually on the plane, I was flying back. Um, from you know uh going back home I was flying back on the plane i literally looked at my sentinel and i said you know what stuff it we're gonna use this i'm gonna use the sentinel head but we're gonna put a beard on it and and then i was texting Cade, and i literally took a screenshot of my sentinel and you know how you can edit a, you know, a photo and draw stuff on it yep. i literally drew the rudimentary white santa claus style beard <laughs> on him. <laughs> and Cade goes you know what that'll work that'll and work. i was like that'll work so it's actually like the finale is actually really funny to me because unless you've you know followed my builds for a while you, you could probably figure out if you have yeah. but um it's literally like you know the gundam frame with the central head blended <laughs> so, I, so i felt as though it was practice everything i'd done was leading up to that point so i felt it was fake when we won leading up to that you know? yeah well you know you got to play your strengths yeah especially with your build as well like because it is something that people hadn't seen before like i had to explain that to a lot of my friends who aren't lego builders They're like oh but you know this one was bigger and this one was blah blah, blah. and i'm like they're like oh i didn't fill up all the blah 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 and i'm like oh yeah, yeah. the controversy <laughs> but <laughs> that is not something that is lego like you know what i mean like oh, as in what what you guys did is yeah like not to take oh, away from anything else that was built but that was that was, oh I I would struggle with that. Thanks, man. We we were we were packing it when um you know we were discussing ideas. Like everyone, you know, obviously had to get their ideas vetted, you know, before the finale. Like you know, you don't want to build like something, you know, 
giant something and it's like, no, you can't do that. It's, you know, you have to get your ideas vetted, right? So yeah. when David and G said, oh, we're building the theme park, we were like, <laughs> like we were really, really worried. We were like, everyone loves moving stuff, you know, like, yeah. how do you, how do you, how do you sort of compete with that? Because, you know, like, um, you've been to a couple of uh, Lego shows now and you would know, like, Great Ball Contraption always wins people's choice, you know, yeah. like, it's just always moving and things like that. It's just kids are drawn to it. And, you know, they're not wrong in that choice, yeah. you know. But we were really worried that the public wouldn't un- sort of appreciate what we had done, even though, you know, I'm going to say that, you know, the stuff that I did with, tech- with technique is really, really, you know, complicated. But like you said, not to take away from David and G's, but, I, you know, very different, very different yeah. styles. Yeah, that's it. And I just thought, you know, how do we compete with the motion? Because the kids are just going to go, look, mom, it's a Ferris wheel that moves. Yeah. Vote for it. Vote oh, for it now. <laughs> you know, it's really funny. And like we were thinking, um, and even there was, a, there, was a, there was a part that was cut from the show where um, Brickman was going, oh, do you think kids will understand, you know, uh, Greek mythology and stuff like that? And I was thinking, oh, crap. <laughs> like, maybe not. <laughs> I was really worried. I was was like, yeah. So when you go, it's not about the Greek mythology. It's like some big, massive dude coming out of the ocean. (laughs) But then, and then I was, then I was like, oh, but, you know, then I realized, oh, you know, but Aquaman just came out and um, there's Percy Jackson and, you know, kids aren't, you know. Yeah. And then this one kid, this one kid came up to us um, at the finale and he was just like, I love Greek mythology. I knew that was Poseidon straight away. We're like, yeah. Yeah. Rick Man's over there. Can you go tell him that? <laughs> <laughs> nice. I like that. <laughs> um, well, that he's over there. Go, go tell him. That, haha. Go tell him you love Greek mythology. Yeah. Go tell him right now. <laughs> <laughs> um. So you you said you got the fly back. Did you? So you're not just like you're in this compound you, for ten weeks. Blah blah blah. You got to go no. home and see your fam. Yeah, yeah. So they were, look, Endemol was extremely accommodating and I couldn't speak more highly of, you know, the experience I had, you know, like I know a lot of people, um, you know, have you know, differing opinions about reality shows and things like that. But I've got to say, um, you know, they were amazing, amazing, amazing people, everyone on the show. Because um, the thing was, is that the frequency at which you get to return home also depends on your children. Right. So and me being um, having a seven month old at the time, I had to go back more often than the other contestants because, you know, the yeah. duty of care that they have to provide to me with a seven month old um, was crazy. And, but it's actually even harder because, you know, if you're in the groove, like there were, there were times when, you know, we would come off set and, you know, you'd be like, oh, I'm on a hot streak and I'm ready for the next one. Let's go. And then you sort of go back home and you're like, you know, you sort of, you know, lose that building momentum and you're sort of like you get back into everyday life a little bit and then you fly back and you're like got to be in the zone again so sometimes you feel like you want to be in the zone all the time yeah that's the hardest part because you know it was it was my wife who actually um encouraged me to to go on the show because you know we like i said we just had our third third um child and he was seven months old at the time but she was like you know what i'm on um maternity leave she goes if you watch season one and you love it, you will not be able to do season two or three or four or five or whatever. She goes, this is your one and only chance. So if you do want to do, if you even have an inkling of wanting to do it, 
go do it because you will not have another opportunity. So I really like took her advice and said, you know, stuff it, I'm going. You know, yeah, and um, I, I, that's why I really have heard a thing for it. Did you apply by yourself, or did you apply in a pair? Both of us had different partners at the time, and you know, for different reasons, we uh, had to sort of we couldn't go on with them. Yeah, and so you know, for whatever reasons, and then um, they just partnered Kate and I up and oh, said, sweet. "Yeah, so do you two still want to go on the show?" And we were like, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. Sweet, thank you. Yeah, because um, because yeah, I was talking to Brent Waller, and yeah, he was saying he was with Cade. Yeah, he was with Cade, yeah, right? and he's and he's like, if I'd done it with Cade, we wouldn't have won. <laughs> I'm like, well, there you go. Um, it's really weird because yeah, because Brent was uh, Brent. Um, I'm mates with Brent as well, and we were, he was telling me about that, and we were like, you know, it's just weird how it all pans pans out because I think. We were very fortunate as well because Kate is really like he's he's a bit under the radar, right? So he didn't really have like he's one of those guys that's just super um, chill, and he's also like very um just flies under the radar, right? Yep. And nobody actually really knew what he was capable of. Like he doesn't really have a massive, you know, prior to the show, um, he didn't have a massive social media or you know he doesn't post on Flickr or you know that's um like the old people's Instagram for anyone yep. who's, <laughs> who's listening. <laughs> Yeah, um, you, you know, like, um, so he didn't really have a presence like that, and um, and so nobody really knew what he was capable of. And it was only when we got onto the show that, you know, we, I really quickly found like, you know, I'm actually really lucky to have him because otherwise, I couldn't carry, I couldn't build half the stuff. Like he built a lot of the, you know, the big parts of the our builds, right? Like, yeah, in the treehouse, the tree in the western thing, he builds the. The canyon, you know, he he's the one building all that stuff, you know, and and the finale, he builds the wave from yeah. scratch. Like, that's not anything you can practice, even, you know, like nobody has like you know ten thousand bricks lying around that you can just go, oh yeah, I'm just gonna build a massive wave. Today. Yeah, you know? that's <laughs> it. A massive canyon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not stuff that you can do. So it's really, really fortunate to be paired up with him, and you know, I think my skills complemented his. So yeah, it just worked yeah. out in the end. Yeah, that's it. Um. And because you you build with Technic and gears and so forth, do you? F- um, I know with your your Western build, like not in the yep. show, but the one you did afterwards, where you had yep. like a lot of moving parts. Do you yep. is that sort of your strength? You would say as well is um, the Technic yeah. moving gears, blah blah blah. I understand Technic really well, but I, I would even say that Dave understands Technic even better than I do. Yeah. But the difference is I, I'm really, really good at blending the two. So uh, okay. I'm, yep. not, I'm not a strict Technic builder and I'm not a strict system builder, but I know, I guess, the Lego math that makes it fit together because yep. you know, Technic has this real weird system where it doesn't just conventionally fit with system bricks. You actually have to know different techniques of how to make system bricks work with you know, technique bricks. So I, I'm really good at that. So that's my strength. Not just a technique pin. <laughs> not, the, not just a technique pin and hoping it'll stick. Yeah. A bit more complicated than that. <laughs> um, out of all the builds you've done, now I know it's one of those things that's hard to choose between your babies. Um, but what do you think is, what, what, what is your favourite? Oh, I still have to say, my favourite is the Gundam. Yeah. I still have to say that my favourite is the Gundam. It's like, it's um, it's just got a special place because I just I feel as though I, I learned a lot 
building it. You know, yep. I learned a lot building it and it made me a better builder, you know, and it put me in good stead to, you know, for my Lego Masters journey. So the Gundam has a really special place for me. In, you know. It it won me 50G. Uh. <laughs> won me 50Gs. That's, that's it. How, how did your work take um, you not being in work for 10 weeks or was it you could still do a little bit of work in the... No, so I was really, really, I'm really, really lucky. I worked for a great company and they, um, my boss at the time, um, I, you know, I sort of sheepishly went into her office and said, you know, there's this, um, you know how I built Lego? And she was like, yeah. I was like, you know, there's this um, TV show that's um, casting for Lego builders. Do you, re- do you reckon I could, um, you know, have a, have a crack at it? And she was like, well, how long do you need off work? And I was like, it says 10 weeks. But I don't know. I might come home sooner if I get kicked off, you know. And she goes, "Oh, it's like an elimination show, is it?" And I was like, "Yeah, from the from what I can gather." And she said, uh, "Yeah, do it. Go for it." And um, and it was really weird because um, you know, at, we had to even get like our chief, you know, uh, at the time our chief uh, operating officer's approval because I'm, you know, quite up, yeah, fairly, you know, like I'm I'm required, right? So yeah. they have to know I'm going away for ten weeks. <laughs> And then um, I was like, um, she, she was like, yeah, go do it. And like, and she said, look, how much leave do you have? And I said, oh, look, I've got a month. I've got a, a month's annual leave. She goes, look, I'll stretch it out to eight weeks and you can work half a day every day. She goes, I won't police it and I trust you'll do the right thing. And I, I was like, yeah, no, 100%. And, um, and she let me go. And she oh, let me sweet. go. And, um, and um, it was like, um, it was really, really... Um, an amazing support system I had at work. Like I have a really close colleague with that works with me and he was like, nah, man, go, 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 go do your thing. I'll hold down the fort and all this sort of stuff. But the most stressful part, there was a real, real stressful part in it was that the boss that approved it, she actually left while I was on the show. And then I got a new boss when, when I was on the show and I got this call really late at night from my uh, close colleague and he was like, oh, look, mate, I don't want to stress you out. I know you're in the thick of the show, but... We've got a new boss, <laughs> and I, you know, I rung him up and I was like trying to explain to him what I'm doing, and he was like, "Oh, that's great! See you when you get back." And I was like, "Oh, great! Phew. <laughs> Thank you." <laughs> it's like, where's this Henry Pinto? Why am I paying him? What's <laughs> exactly? But yeah, so but like I was working every night when we'd come home, so I'd had a really strict schedule of you know, go film, come back, eat dinner, and then I work on my laptop. You know, yep. I can do my job. And I'd work on my laptop and then there's a couple of days here and there that you have off and I just make sure I work. Those days. Okay, sweet. Yeah, well, that's all right then. That was really good. <laughs> um, was but towards the end, I was like, you know, I'm, I'm getting close to the finals. Leave me alone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm not, I'm building, I'm not working. <laughs> um, now, something else you've been doing of recent, um, well, that I've noticed uh, you're like, I've been doing it for years. I'm like, well, I just saw it on Instagram. Um, you've been building chess sets. Is oh, that to get yes. rid of your um, your rims? <laughs> <laughs> no. that the, the chess set was actually like, um, it started off because, again, with my son, he was um, he would constantly lose the minifigures. He would constantly misplace minifigures and, you know, mismatch torsos and all that sort of stuff, you know. And, I, I, you know, I'm going to say that, most Lego parents are like, you know, 
don't swap around. You know, that hand doesn't go with that one. You know, if you lose that one, I can't get another one. That sort of thing, you know, right? And so I was like, what's a cool way to display them, right? And then, and at the time, he was starting like a chess club and things at school. And I was like, I'll build a Lego chess set. Nice. You know? And, and um, it was probably one of the most rewarding things I've built because, you know, for ages, you know, he would play it. He would play it and he would say, like, you know, oh, I'm going to make, you know, this DC, you know, the first one I did was a Batman one so and a DC one. So he would be like, I'm going to build, you know, these DC characters versus these DC characters, you know, you'd swap them around and go, you know, who's the king and who's the queen and, you know, and that would be a game into itself, right? And and that was really, really fun to see him do that, you know, and both kids when they started getting a little bit older, so my middle one, he was a bit young at the time, but now that he's sort of at that age, you know, like, we built a Minecraft one, we built a DC one, and then, you know, I just said, you know, I've built these two, I'm going to build a, a traditional one. I want to see it build a traditional one. So. Yep. Nice. Yeah, yeah, no, well, I think they look, yeah, they look awesome. So I was like, that's all right. Yeah. The Minecraft um, one was really fun to build because I we incorporated the terrain into the board. So yeah. it steps up and down like the Minecraft game. Oh, okay. Oh, sweet. Yeah, so the board, so the board actually looks like a Minecraft. A Minecraft actual, field. Your Minecraft field, yeah. And it's a good way to get them into chess too. So there you go. That's, that's, do you know what? Every, I've taken all of them to uh, Lego shows and every grandma, you know, the grandmas that love, you know, the yeah. traditional wholesome activities, they're like, oh, you know, that chess board, <laughs> that's a great way to teach chess. <laughs> You're like, well, I sell the instructions. <laughs> <laughs> they always ask me, they go, how much did that cost? And I'm like, yeah. You don't want to know. Yeah. I'm like, 600 bucks. And they're like, yeah. Well, we don't like chess that much. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's the thing. It's like my new Batmobile that I just built. Um, yeah, like I've had people go, oh, you know, the the instructions for that, and I'm like, oh, give it a crack, but it's up there with the used desert. That's not a cheap one to build. <laughs> oh, because you built the one from the new movie, haven't you? Yes, yes. Which um, looks great. Oh, looks thanks. Great. Yeah, I'm. It's it's like most of my builds at the moment. It's hung together by a wing and a prayer. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing with mocking, right? You don't have yeah. to make it look good. It yeah. doesn't have to be technically sound. It just has to look yeah, good. Just look good. Um, but I am in the midst of because I just got the um, the Ford Charger the other day. Yep. Because I needed the window. I needed the window for the Batmobile, and I'm like, oh well on special i'll get that and i'll just see if that window fits it and how it looks and if it looks good i'll brick link it um and i wanted it now uh yeah <laughs> like you. that's me well that's me I'll, I'll be in the kmart aisle and my wife will go why do you want that friend set i'm like because i want that one piece in it yeah, yeah. <laughs> actually i want to have a crack like is the friend sets um i was speaking to simon Liu, uh and yep. He does like cutesy sort of character, like uh, mechs with like yep, yep, yep. little cute characters. Yeah. And I'm like, where'd you get the... And he's like, friend sets. And I'm like, oh. Friend sets are amazing. Friend yeah. sets are amazing for color. <laughs> yeah. Another um, funny story from Lego Masters was when Fenella, the judge that came from Denmark, you know, yeah. she was the lead designer of Friends. I said, I said to her, you know, um, oh, wait till you check out check this out, like, you know, and I showed her my Sentinel because I was like, it uses all the magenta. And she invented that colour. So <laughs> the best use of magenta ever. And I was just like... <laughs> I was like, love it. 
Thank you. <laughs> now let me win. Um, yeah. <laughs> what inspires you when you go to build? Like, what 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 do you look for when you choose a project? Ooh, that's a really good question. I really look at trying to use Lego in a way that, like, you know, there's, I would say there's, like, a process in my head where I go, that piece would work amazing for that section of the mock or something like that. Yeah. So for me, when I see something that I go, you know what, that piece would just bring this out, you know, bring this part of, bring this, the mock to life in this in this part. If once I can get that, it all just goes from there. Like perfect example is Chappie, the torso. I, I use the the friction cylinders, and I was like, this will look magic. Done. Like in the Gundam, it was like the turntables and the pistons. I was like, this is going to look wicked. You know, done. You know, things like that. So, and then even with the Sentinel, I was like, I literally held off building the Sentinel head until there was those four corner corner dome pieces. And they just got released in magenta. And I was like, yep. perfect. I can do the Sentinel head now. Like, because I hate doing like things that look like, if you notice with a lot of my builds, I hate showing the studs, right? Like I don't, yeah, same. I don't like, you know, I don't like building the, you know, with all the studs exposed and all that sort of stuff. So I love tiling, you know, the builds and making them look smooth. And I think that's why I like mechs, right? Because when you do that, like Lego lends itself to such a really cool, the elements of Lego make, you know, they look like robots, you know, and like building a robot is probably like, it just translates so well to Lego. Like even with things like, I'm going to say like, I don't know, like what's something really like, it's, you know, like a car or something like that. Yeah. It still looks like Lego to an extent, right? Yeah. Like a car, a plane and all that. It looks like Lego, but with a robot, you can actually go, oh, look, you know, that, that actually does look like a robot. Like, yeah. and it doesn't look like Lego, you know, like, it just translates so well. So I think that's why I'm sort of like, you know, that's where my affinity for the mechs come from. Yeah, okay, sweet. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm the same. I like to <clears throat> tile mine so that, yeah, like, you know. It doesn't look like Lego, right? Yeah, that's it. There's points where you can't tile it because it will give the wrong shape. Um, yeah. Like, you know, great example, that back car I just did. Yeah. Where it comes over the top of the front of the bonnet there's four studs that are exposed because if I did tile them, it'd just give it that brick sort of look, even yeah, with the curve. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, yeah. me and I'm the same. I love to just no studs. I'm sorry, Lego. <laughs> and I think Lego is actually taking notice of that building style because a lot of even the new speed champions, they're quite smooth. They don't look yeah. like Lego. Yeah. Um, and a lot of the new Lego elements that come out sort of hide, 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 studs. hide the studs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've bought a Lego Speed Champion set for my brother-in-law. Yeah. Um, it's the Ferrari. And I was I bought it for him and I'm like, oh, oh, this isn't actually this isn't actually bad. I'm not a car it's person, awesome. but <laughs> yeah. these these look pretty good. Um and yeah, Simon Liu as well. Like he was like, Yeah, get your head around the speed champions because there's some great parts in them as well. Oh. They're great part, especially for robots and mechs. Like they've got a lot of, you know, snot bricks. They've got a lot of little, you know, curved shapes and all that sort of stuff. Yep. A lot of brackets, yep. all the all the things that you need for, you know, a mech. And those half sliced ones, the the curve with the yes. slice. Yep. That, 
Unterrible names and numbers. I, I know what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have people that are like, oh, do you like this particular blob? And they'll rattle off a name or something. And I'm like, just describe it. <laughs> I don't know names or numbers. I've got them all labeled over there. <laughs> How hard is Bricklink when you're a noob, eh? Like, it's like, you're like, yes. what is that? What is that? Even I still get stuck going, what am I looking for? And sometimes I just look for a color and I'll literally go through like 50 pages of, of a gray element because I know that. <laughs> comes in grey, you know, like... The way I got around it, and it's only by accident, and it happened yesterday, because I don't bricklink, like, as in, I've... Not that I don't bricklink, like, I've bricklinked, but since I'm building instructions for my mini Voltron... Yep. Finding the part, I'm like, I know that part. I've got it in front of me because I've built the physical one. What is it called? And then I'm like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, hang on. I've labelled everything in my shelf. Let's go over there and just... Oh yeah. really? Yeah. So like, man, mine looks like a bomb site. Oh, still a bomb site, but I've got the <laughs> drawers and everything. <laughs> so like, when I'm finished, how messy is your room? Because <laughs> when I'm finished oh, it's- building, it's like goes into a big tub, and I'm like, I will get to yep. that later. <laughs> yep, yep, hundred percent. I-, I literally have tubs of previous builds. I'll be like, I have a Gundam tub where it's just everything I bricklink from the Gundam and it's just in a tub and then it's like um, a Sentinel tub. Oh, you know, every, anything dark blue or magenta will be in there. And then I have like a, a chessboard tub. Like it's just all crap from from those builds and it's like it's all consolidated Lego revenue now. Do you, have you kept, like do you, have you kept the Sentinel and the Gundam and so they're all built? Yep, I keep all, all of them. I never dismantle anything. So. <laughs> I dismantle at a great pains to my heart because of my I'm like oh I've got a little a certain amount like there's things that I won't dismantle but there's things that I'm like eh you've got a photo you got a like <laughs> see if I can build something better um, oh, that's awesome. like I had to destroy my samurai for the Batmobile because I'm like I need tiles <laughs> and oh, and wing pieces so that's why you should join the lug. That's why you should join the lug. Well, that's okay. it. Yeah, because you get benefits, lugs with benefits. <laughs> but yeah, again, that's it. I joined my lug when coronavirus hit, so I actually haven't been like they do online stuff, but I haven't actually been physical. So I'm oh sure, yeah, yeah, I can't be like, hey, could I get? <laughs> no, who are you? <laughs> you joined for a day, then we haven't seen you ever since. <laughs> Any advice for new Lego builders or people that want to get into the Technic uh, mech side of things? I think you just have to build something. So if you're starting out from scratch, just build something you like. Yep. Build something you like. Like don't build a car if you're a boat person. <laughs> build a, a plane if you like cars. Just build build what you like, you know. Like you will get so much more enjoyment um, if you build something you like and. And I would say start off with something that exists in real life because um, you'll be surprised at how many elements translates to real life, you know, objects. Oh, okay. And for, for me, that's, that was a big thing. Like, you know, I'd build Batmobiles and, you know, all that sort of stuff because uh, you'd go, oh, you know, I want that piece to fit in there and I want that shape to, you know, go that way. So that, that for me was really, really, that's, that's a big part of the process when I was starting out. Yep. Just build things you like. Yeah, I can agree with that. Things you like. Yeah. 
it's like when you're like um when I was starting out with guitar, like you know, like you just play a song you like, you know, because you'll you'll learn it a lot better if you if you like the song. You know, yep. you, nobody wants chopsticks, you know, like <laughs> everyone wants to play Sweet Child of Mine or something. You know? <laughs> I was about to say, isn't wild thing the first thing you're meant to learn when you do guitar? I'm, I actually, I've never learned Wild Thing. <laughs> really? That's the only thing I can play. And on the piano really? is the Pink Panther. See, I, my go-to song is like uh, Layla by Eric Clapton. It's like the most everyone does that song. Yeah. <laughs> but my son is like a crazy amazing guitarist for his age. And Oh, really? Nice. Know, not, even his, not even for his age. He's actually a machine. And he would just be like, he just plays like, and it's the, the thing is, I've never even taught him or shown him, um, you know, the, the music that he likes. Like, he loves Marilyn Manson. I don't like Marilyn Manson. He loves, you know, Black Sabbath. I've never listened to Black Sabbath. You know, like... <laughs> Where are you getting this influence from, son? <laughs> yeah, that's it. Marilyn Manson. He removed a rib so he could... No. <laughs> Everyone um, knows that story. I told him yeah. he was the guy from Wonder Years as well. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever heard that? Have you ever heard that? No. That, you Which know, guy do from... you remember that show? Yeah, Wonder Years. Remember that show, Wonder Years? Yep. Who, do you know yeah. um, Kevin's, Kevin's best friend? That's not him. That's... No, it's not him. Oh, I was about to say. <laughs> he, was, yeah. he was Kevin's version of Millhouse. That's right. He was. He, so that guy, there was like when I was growing up, everyone used to say, oh, do you know he turned out to be Marilyn Manson? That <laughs> it was one of those urban legends. Yeah. I'm like, oh, Really? Really? Oh, well, he did well. And then, like, for the longest time, I just just thought he was, that was him. And I probably could guess what the answer to this question is, but I might get surprised. Uh, Favorite Lego, because this is something I um, ask everyone, because it's sort of a good note to end on, but favorite Lego memory? It could be favorite memory, could be strongest memory. People say different things, like, as in, they rephrase it how they want. Um, but something that sort of sticks in your head, like it could be a set you bought today. <laughs> could be no, no, no. I, I do have a favorite Lego memory. So when I was, uh, was my 11th birthday, my 11th birthday, my mum bought me my first Technic set. And, um, and it was like, you know, I, it was the, I don't even know this. I don't know the set number, but it was the, it was a big Lego, uh, of course it was Lego. It was a big <laughs> yellow seaplane. Sea it was a big yellow seaplane. Oh, like okay. it was the one with, the, you know, like the skis and it can land on water and things like that. So I remember her and I remember her buying that for me um, for my birthday. And that set just stuck with me forever. And it was just like, you know, I, I built it and then I rebuilt, rebuilt it into, you know, spaceships and things like that. And, yeah, that's probably, you know, my fondest Lego memory because my mum actually kept all my Lego for for what? my son. Yeah, so I had all this Lego and like I said, I had a massive Dark Ages. Didn't touch it for like 20 years. Yep. She kept it all. She kept it all and then she gave it back to me and um, my son. And she said, oh, you know, I kept this all for you guys. And, you know, and I'm like, oh, my God, this is awesome. What a good mum. Yeah. My, my parents sold mine. <laughs> <laughs> Like you're out. So is your crap. 
Lego is so much um, more expensive than it w- is was back then. Now, you know what I mean. Like, oh, it's expensive now than what it was back. Oh, yeah, yeah. We where to blame? You know that, don't you? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. The hoarders, <laughs> the hoarders. Well, it's um, yeah. Well, that's a that's another thing as well. Um, and that's a different podcast in itself, like an entirely different one. But like bulk, do you have you ever? I know I said that was the last question, but do you bulk lot buy? Like, as in, if you see on Facebook, blah, 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 marketplace, they're like, oh, sell it 10 kilos of Lego for yeah, yeah, a million yeah. so dollars. I've, got, <laughs> I've probably got the most ridiculous bulk, like, uh, bulk story, like bulk buy story ever, right? So yep. this was even way before I was really, really seriously into Lego, right? Like I was into Lego... Um, but I hadn't, you know, I wasn't, you know, mocking at a crazy sort of, you know, I wasn't at that level yet. I was sort of still in the infancy of my adult Lego phase. Yeah. And my wife rings me up and she goes, oh, you know, my friend from work is selling some Lego. And I was like, okay, well, what's she selling? And she goes, you know, her husband um, oh, is, um, you know, she's, she's um, getting divorced and she's uh, got all her... <laughs> husband's old lego and you know she's getting rid of it and i was like uh, okay how, how much is how much is there and how much does she want and um and she was like oh she said she wants like 200 bucks but there's like a lot and i was like okay what's a lot she goes oh like we'll need our car and i was like well that sounds like good value say yeah and then so i had no idea i had no idea what it was gonna look like and um I went to her house. Uh, we went to her house with our car, and she said, "Oh, here's here it is." And she opened up her garage, and it was literally an entire garage full of Lego, meticulously uh. catalogued, <laughs> meticulously catalogued, and um, and sort of like just organized. Like every instruction was with its binded and everything, what? right? And I was like, "This is," and I'm, and I was like, "This is worth way more than two hundred fifty bucks." Like, you know, like I cannot take, you know. I can't. I'm not doing it. You know, and then she was like, no, no, no. You're doing me a favor. I want it gone because I need to clear out my garage and, you know, it's never good. It's, otherwise, it's just literally going to just get thrown away or whatever or donated and all that. And I said, well, come up with a higher figure because this is way more, you know. And I actually didn't know what was there. It just looked like a lot, you know. Like you walk into a garage and you're like, yeah. it's Lego, you know. I didn't actually know what was there. It's all and so she came up. <laughs> she, 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 she said, um... She said, look, I won't tell you the price, but it was a lot more than what we paid, what her initial offer is, but it was still well worth it. And then, you know, packed it all into the car and then we unpacked it. Started, and when we came home, there was stuff in there that was ridiculous, like that I hadn't even seen before, right? So there was the original UCS uh, at in there. Oh. <laughs> right? The Star Wars at Yeah. Oh, and um, And then I was like, and then there was an original Lego Technic Ferrari, like the old, oh, old one. Oh, wow. And all these different um, sets from way back when, like they were all open, like they were all used. Yeah. None of it was brand new, but um, all meticulously, you know, yeah. looked after that. And I was like, that's, and that started off like my sort of parts inventory. So I was like, oh, wow. But then, um, yeah, they're crazy. And like, I, I keep thinking that's going to happen every weekend again. Yeah, no. And it's never happened. Yeah. <laughs> Once in a lifetime. <laughs> yeah, I, 
My best was yeah, it was a boot full of um, Lego. There was there was a there was a decent amount of non Lego stuff in there. I'm not good, but there was a lot of stuff still in boxes. <laughs> to this day, yeah, I'm yeah. like, I wonder if it was, it was a little bit dodgy because <laughs> from a dodgy <laughs> part of town, and I'm like, oh, let's hope it wasn't. Um, but yeah, it's now good luck getting bolt Lego oh. at even a reasonable price. Um, Right, everyone's like everyone thinks it's like, you know, you could dig up a pile of Lego, like a box of Lego, and it's like people will be like, "Oh my god, this is going to be worth so much money," <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like everyone thinks it's like, yeah. you know, everyone knows how much Lego is worth now. Like yeah. even if you were a casual sort of Lego person, you'd be like, "No, no, no, this is worth way more." Yeah, and everyone's like, "Oh, it's twenty five, thirty dollars a kilo," blah blah blah, and it's like I've never <laughs> seen it for twenty five to thirty five dollars, thirty dollars a kilo, never. <laughs> <laughs> or they go it's 30 yeah. kilos of lego yeah the box weighs about 10 kilos <laughs> yeah um what a happy note to end on um oh, yeah yeah that was awesome chatting with you uh, and nah, that was awesome man i hope that was interesting enough like thanks for having me mate no thanks for being on it well that's it for this week's episode of for the love of brick If you like the podcast, feel free to check out some of the other episodes. If you know of anyone in the Lego world who you would like me to have a chat to, email me at fortheloveofbrick at gmail.com or message me on Instagram, Facebook or Twitter. Now, if you want to go check out Henry's work, on Instagram he's known as the Lego Dark Knight and on Flickr he's known as Henry Pinto. Just look for the big mechs. Until next time, see you later.